Welcome, 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 guys. You already know who it is. It's the Off-White Boys, and we bring you the Off-White Pod. And it's David, the hardest host, darker than most. And with me, as always, I've got the most gas guy who never tells lies. What are you saying, Vic? Yep, the one and only, mate. I'm doing great. How are you doing, bro? Uh, not too bad. Feeling very comfy, you know. This tea's fitting lovely. Yeah, it's a nice tea, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, a nice yeah, tea. Like tea yeah, it's not what bad, is it? It's not yeah, bad. Yeah. But it's very crispy. Yeah, it's very, very crispy. crispy. Matching the weather right now. Uh, Exactly, it's very, very cold, guys. So make sure you stay warm. You know, the uh, um, the energy prices, everything is a bit peak out there. But we know, you know, in about a few, uh, in about a month or so, make sure you save a few pennies because you've got an investment that you definitely need to get into. But definitely. Vic, do you want to have a little uh, chat on uh, what we're talking about for people who don't follow us on Insta and what wouldn't have seen the uh, video that has dropped on our uh, Instagram, uh, hopefully by now. So it will make sense. <laughs> if you don't know, go and check it out at the Off White Pod on Insta. But go on, Vic. Make it, explain it to our audio listeners. Yes, so for the audio listeners, for the, you know, the loyal people which we, who we love very much, we'll give you a little bit of an insight into what we've been doing and what you can see right now, or maybe not if you're listening. Um, but if you can't, as Dave said, go on the, go on the Insta Off-White Pod. But yes, so we've got these T-shirts. We have decided that we wanted to, you know, kind of uh, progress onto what the podcast was for us. Mm-hmm. And it was never just about doing a podcast. It was more for, like, us two as mates, um, doing something that we were investing in that didn't have any financial thing or anything really. It was just more for us yep. that we wanted to put out there in conversation and stuff like that. 100%. But as me and Dave always do, our feet end up getting itchy and we want to yeah. move on to the next thing or yeah. move, add, add to what we already have. Yep. So we decided, fuck it, we're going to do some <clears throat> t-shirts. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, me and Dave are very much into our fashion uh, and stuff like that. I think Dave probably drops a few more peas than I do these days. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so I, I need to a little affordable and all yeah, that. So exactly. yeah, but no, yeah. So we're gonna we're doing some t-shirts this year, guys. We're looking at around four campaigns for this year hopefully um, and the idea is you'll get more information on this in a couple of, uh, in a couple of videos we're going to bring out um, but yeah some of them some of the campaigns um, the t-shirts that will be coming out are going to have a bit more of a purpose about them mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a reason behind there'll be graphics to explain that so they might be for charities or they might be for something that we strongly believe in mm-hmm. um, obviously start the podcast on the back end of well whilst the Black Lives Matter movement was kind of rife in that sense mm-hmm. um, and it kind of <clears throat> triggered us into doing this so we want to keep it you know true to its foundations and have some purpose behind doing the t-shirts as well it's not all about just making peace for us and any piece we do make is going to just get reinvested into the podcast better set up better equipment <clears throat> more t-shirts and stuff like that so yeah mate that, that's basically guys what, what we're doing at the minute anything else you want to add on to that Dave? No, I reckon that's enough. Let's yeah, just leave it let's, there. Let's, let's, we'll let you cook with that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> anyone listening to that, I, I, what I would uh, suggest is definitely follow the Off-White Pod on uh, yeah. uh, Insta. All the information and uh, release dates and everything will be out on that. Um, we we just want to say a big thank you to all your support. Like We wouldn't yeah. be able to get to this position to even think about releasing our, our own like uh, teas or clothing brand, hopefully at the, uh, in a few years at some point, if we didn't have you know the loyal listeners so thank you guys for Definitely. listening as well um, it's exciting times for us we said um, you know 2023 is the year of the grind that's what I've what, that's what I've named it still for myself still and it's still jam. we've done better it's, it's a madness it, we've done an absolute madness yeah. so far I think it's one thing I do want to mention is like mm. it's it it because it's hard to not be in, to think of an outsider but then yeah. I speak to my brother and he's like it's actually a bit mad like you man are like 
like doing stuff. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. it actually requires a lot. Like, yeah, I think yeah. a couple, like two, three weeks ago, we were on the phone for like two hours, mate, just mm. having a full on like, how yep. are we gonna do this? How are we gonna go about it? Yep. But yeah, it's nice to see that our ideas from like last year, and it okay, maybe even yeah. before, have coming into fruition. Yep. And I think what was nice was when we had that realization of we're just doing this for us as much as anything else. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, although we might have wanted the brand to expand it's kind of just like where it's at right now is a nice space for us to be like nah but we still can do this yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it's uh exciting times for yeah a hundred percent and again i just want to reiterate guys and just thank you so much for your support and everything but there we Definitely. go guys that's a uh very business-like intro for us this week you know <laughs> uh but we'll start off like what have you been up to this week anyway mate you've been good yeah yeah just been working which has been going really well um had friday off so nice. it was nice to just had to book holidays basically in it so i had like eight days so i just put some random fridays and mondays off yeah, to just shorten my weeks down they're, they're, they're the nice ones just yeah, a nice little reset sometimes it's not always motive 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 so you just need to have that time off do much oh with yeah you, you know my vibe now mate yeah. if there's a motive it's got to be good otherwise i'm not on it yeah, to be yeah, honest yeah, but yeah. you know no, it's that. grind season baby yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, exactly. but um, but yeah other than that mate watching the football watching boxing yesterday eubank losing in horrible fashion it was so peak because yeah I'll be backing him so much. Have, right? and if, have, if he just, it, oh, it was he was a great shot by Liam Smith. Um, he's just one of them. Just, yeah, just got battered. But yeah, other than that, football, mate. We just finished watching the United and uh, Arsenal game, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them, you know. Um, the lead leaguers, lead leaguers, <laughs> the league leaders at the moment. Um, they they just performed. They were the better team, uh, probably over the 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 ninety. We had some very yeah. good moments. Um, we took our two chances. We just didn't create enough. Yeah. Really missing our anchor uh, of uh, Casemiro in yeah. the CDM. Uh, so it was a bit peak. Uh, away at the Emirates is always always a tough game. Uh, and definitely this season, I don't think many teams, if any, will back themselves getting uh, three points there. Mm. I'm a bit gutted conceding in the last um, you know a few minutes of the game. But it's one of them, the last 20 minutes they were dominating. So we did well to even hang on that long. And it would have been a great point given how the game went but these things happen in football I think if anything obviously it might sound a bit you know negative but I would say we're potentially overachieving from where I'd be right now I wouldn't think I thought I think Arsenal as well yeah, I wouldn't say it's I don't want to say like it's done we're getting top four but I don't think we would be you know this comfortable, like, this comfortable yeah. at the moment again guys I know it, we're halfway through the season a lot can happen so you could clip this up and it'll be horrendous we end up finishing sixth fair enough but I'm <laughs> just saying right now um, you know in the last week there was a point where we were gonna we were even thinking if these games went well we'd be challenging for the title by 8pm today but you know that's football for you but this isn't a football pod that's what the off-white bowlers are for <laughs> but um, yeah apart from that that's it's I'm been sorry. an alright weekend yeah. got my uh, second stripe in jiu-jitsu oh Mad so yeah, well. that was good. Um, very happy with that. Yeah, as I said, it's it's a year of the grind for me. So within the three months, I've um, started looking at houses, uh, releasing three uh, weeks. Three months. Uh, first, sorry, first three months. <laughs> uh, already got samples of my teas made. I've got my second stripe in jujitsu. I'm working well at work. Like right now, yeah. I feel like I'm in a different level of focus where. And obviously, guys, as I said, March 1st could be a mad thing once this uh, fitness thing is over. So it's just one of them where I'm, bro, I'm in the zone. Like, 
everything I care about right now is top priority and I'm very happy with my lifestyle I've changed a bit eating a lot better you know going out less drinking less dabbling and everything else less you know so it's just one of those things where I just feel I feel like I needed this I'm sleeping so much better I'm mm. just I'm, I'm waking up with more energy when it comes to you know days at work I'm, I'm just I'm just zoned and I would just say to anyone you know once you make that decision it is it's it's always better like don't get me wrong i've i lived hard last year but uh this year was the time to slow down but not slow down in the sense of doing nothing but just challenge that energy of motives and meeting my mates into things a bit more productive yeah. for the long-term game for myself so i'm very happy with that yeah channeling that energy into something <clears throat> that's more progressive not saying that being social isn't yeah, i'm just yeah. saying it you know, there's other things to put that energy into. So I hear that, bro. Yeah. I read that. I um, I feel like yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the same in a way. Mm. I think yeah, just my ankles annoy me a little bit. Obviously, <laughs> if you hear, but if you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know my ankle is just effed where well, it was, and now it's in rehab and it's getting like it's my strength's coming back nicely. But good, good. I don't know if I can go back to the gym or box. Well, I definitely can't go boxing yet, but gym should be very soon. But I'll keep you all updated on that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, mate, speaking of things not going right, yeah, uh, we wanted to just talk about, we've not talked about politics, I guess, for like a while on the oh, pod, because yeah. we kind of wanted to just, I think we went through a phase where we talked about so much politics, because there was a lot going on in it. The world was just going crazy. It was mad. And it was, it was hard. And all that stuff. Yeah. It's hard to avoid it, innit, and, to not talk about and it. And we had a keen interest in it as well, so I feel like it kind of yeah. died down. Stuff that's going on in the world now is kind of just stuff you have to live with and get on. But yeah. recently in the news, there's yeah. been some stuff that has pricked our ears in the sense of, oh, that is that will affect us. Interesting. And it is, yeah. it is interesting. Um, uh, probably start off um, with, you know, everything that's going on in the world. We know, if anyone knows, I think I made a joke about it in the last pod of the pod before, like the, the amount of strikes that are going on mm. at the moment. Obviously, the cost of living is, an, is a real thing, guys. Like even I'm feeling it when it comes to this diet I'm having when I'm going to Aldi. The stuff I was costing £10 uh, six months ago is now costing me £20, £25. And it's just one of those that's things mad. where it t- times are tough. And I think for us, our social group, people that we know have gone to uni, we're here trying to release teas where people can't even pay the bill. So it's, it's always a important thing to uh, acknowledge how... Um, uh, privileged we are in that sense that really the price of living has gone up it, it has affected us but we can still you know do within reason what we kind of want but it is a real thing for you know people that are working in public service such as nurses in the NHS uh, people that are working on the trains in the post offices and all that kind of stuff where it's like inflation right now is really affecting people's bottom lines and i think we both agree that we're well above the national average for salaries so obviously we're not going to feel that hit as much as people you know on those lower salaries which is um unfortunate it is very unfair but we just wanted to discuss not too much in the details of people's motives uh or their specific uh, industries but like what can be done like what 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 is going on with all these strikings it's one of them where i completely emphasize with them yeah I, I agree. I, I definitely do empathise with them. I, I, I don't have, like, such a strong opinion on it in terms mm. of, like, <clears throat> as a normal... <clears throat> excuse me. Normal person, it's affected me in terms of, like, trains to work. Like, I was yeah. meant to go in the office last Monday and then obviously come because of the trains, just bare, got cancelled in the morning. So, so that, sorry, that so sorry to cut you off, but that's the one thing I would say. I think the strikes, for me, for some reason, have affected me so much indirectly in the sense of 
you don't striking because of the trains. I completely understand it, but the inconvenience it's causing people, like it is an issue. And yep, you man need to get your better hours and everything. Your pay, I believe, isn't actually too bad for the trains. I think it's more the hours they actually do. Is it? But it is okay. an inconvenience, bro. Like I tried to go. I went on holiday the other day. I have to drive to Manny now because I just can't risk a train not running on Sunday. Right, night yeah, and yeah, back yeah, to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Post office. At the end of month, I need to send off prescriptions. Post office just decided not to. Uh, uh, it's a strike. Post that office day. striking as well. Yeah, po- uh, not post office. D- uh, uh, I think DHL. it was DHL. Their drivers were striking. So that's mad. I thought DHL were... was a private company. <laughs> yeah, or whoever. I mean, some, the train companies are private as well. As well, yeah. to be fair. So, so fair. they were striking. So that meant I had to go and hand deliver our prescriptions to send off to the NHS agency because obviously the drivers weren't there. So it's just stuff like that where I feel like I've actually felt it and it's actually really annoyed me. But my question to you then is. If that is the case, oh, let's not even say them, because obviously I understand them. They, that's less of an impact. The nurses, right? Obviously, we said we're not going to go too much into the old uh, structure and the NHS and everything. But it's one of them, as nurses, I think anyone with a brain would tell you that they're underpaid and there's an issue there and it's, and it's affecting, you know, the care they can deliver and stuff and the hours they have to work. But where do you stand on them striking on the knock-on effect of... For me, I said that, you know, really trivial example of, I can't get the train home, but there might be someone that has an yeah. ambulance that needs to come and it's going to take half yeah. an hour to get it to their house or not. Like, it's one of those where... <coughs> it's one of those moral questions you have to ask yourself. But what what do you think about that then? It's a tough one because if I'm thinking, like, really harshly, I'm just like, I get that you are underpaid but how many, how long have nurses been underpaid how many years decades you reckon I would say I'd say it's not them being underpaid to be fair I think it's more they haven't their price their wages have not reflected inf- inflation whatsoever I think it's something ridiculous like again guys we didn't know too much not talk about too much into the um, details but I think their pay has gone up about two pound or whatever in the last ten years so my thing is then like uh, this is like going to sound so I'm going to sound like a dick, but like, you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you want to be a nurse, like you know what you're getting into and don't get me wrong. Like, Oh yeah, I want to be a nurse cause I want to take care of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're going to have like a house to pay for or do whatever you want to do in life. So like, mm-hmm. is that not a factor? Is it like, and you know, like if I was going to be a nurse, I would genuinely get my qualifications, get as much experience in a short amount of time as possible and move to another country. Cause mm-hmm. I know nurses in other countries are paid more. Like I'm not going to complain that in the UK they don't pay as well. I'm going to be like, if I want to do this and dedicate my life to it, what do I want from it? Mm. If I want like a higher salary, then I'm going to be like, well, the UK is just not going to cut it. Mm. So I'm going to move somewhere else. Like, I don't think it's up to, like, I know the government is very... They've been awful, this Tory government, in the recent, very recent years of just, like, taking cuts from, like, public services and then, like, funding away and then, you know, a lot of people are getting tax breaks and the rich have become richer. Literally, mm. yeah. net worths have become higher of a lot of billionaires in London stuff. Yep. So it's like you can see what's happening. Mm. It's just like... <sighs> I hear that. It's difficult because at the same time, like, how can you not pay nurses more money when they're actually, like, doing all that palliative care and all these good things that people need when they're ill or something's happened to them? Yeah. Like, how come, like, of nurses, mate, like, you yeah. have to pay them well. But then I'm hearing now doctors are striking as well. Yeah. But, I was never under the impression you, doctors underpay. But it's because of the hours they have to yeah, work. Yeah, junior doctors, everything is But horrendous. then don't they know that they have to do 12-hour shifts? Yeah, but then it's one of them where... I think the average junior doctor is working more than 50 hours a week, which is 
is that it should they have to do that is the the question is their argument is isn't the workload it's the knock but isn't effect. that the industry though it's a knock off event effect of the care they can give to patients so they're saying it's getting to the point where how how, how can that affect the, the the what you do for someone like because like if you're you give? so if, if you're working 50 hours if you're working 12 12 uh, 12 hour shifts you've been on call you're not getting enough sleep you're getting more liable to make mistakes you there's all this kind of stuff where if there was more funding there you'd be able to employ more doctors you'd be able to pay more doctors same with nurses but then the argument then is they've never striked in the last 10 years and it's been like this but they're saying this is getting to crumbling effects it's getting to a boiling point we've had covid which they worked through everyone was mm, bombing them that's true and then it gets to the flu season and i tell you as a community pharmacist which is ne- i've never seen such stress on gps pharmacies we were running out of antibiotics at one point again that is funding behind the scenes it's not really salary wise but it's stuff where it's like i think the strikes are a lot more than just pay that's what mm, I would say. Yeah, it sounds is, like it. It's getting to the point where you get to A&E, it's getting, the average wait is nine nine hours. But, a few years ago, mm, it was four hours. The it government is. are combating it by putting in laws now to say you can't strike when you're meant to be working, mm-hmm. otherwise you'd be penalised. And I'm like, that is the most horrible but coldest move you can do. Yeah. You're just, you're just, you're, it's, and strikes have happened in the UK for like decades. Mm-hmm. Like I remember what, there was a bit on the crown about it and stuff like, <clears throat> so it's always happened. It's like, what are the unions doing then? When was the NHS, when was the NHS established? Do you know? 1950, I believe. Something like that. So in that yeah. history, doctors have never striked. So they're saying that there's, but as in there's doctors and then there's JDs, oh, right? That, no healthcare professionals ever ever striked. Not even nurses. No. Nope. Whoa. They've never. Striked. I didn't know that. So that's why they're saying like this strike is more than pay. Like this strike is. They could. They, they, if you want to win, this is my advice. If you want to win to the the people, try and find people within the union you trust and get lawyers involved mm-hmm. because just use any of the funding you've got extra for that. Mm-hmm. Wait it out. And if if you if you cause enough ruckus, Labour will win the next election, and you'll be fine. Like you have yeah. to just wait it out. It's peak, but you have to. Like you can't. Like <clears throat> I feel as though government and people are just getting stretched away from each oh, other yeah, because yeah. of money and capitalism and stuff, mm-hmm. and that opportunity for nepotism and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I just think people are just never going to change. And then when you have leaders in, like Boris, like what's her name? I remember the blonde woman that came in, and then uh, Liz Truss, Liz Truss, and then uh, Rishi. None of them got voted in by people, mm. so they all were voted in by the party. Mm. So then that that kind of feel towards well, I got voted in by people. Mm. I have like a responsibility for him, especially Rishi Sunak. He's cold guy, man. Mm. Like he's just very clearly making things about how can I make things better for my family situation and stuff mm-hmm. in a long term, and just yeah. Look into like his wife and shit stuff if you bothered, but um, see, see, this like with the strikes and stuff. I'm just like, oh, I get it. I think I think they should just carry on backing it. Like I think it's inconvenient to like everyone else, but if you want to win, you have to keep backing it because yeah. what they want is to just leverage you to a point where they the government don't want you to be the government now know in my opinion that they're like okay we have to go to the table but mm-hmm. before we go to the table let's squeeze them for everything mm-hmm. so whatever we offer them they're going to be more likely to take by putting yeah. in these sanctions people know that's not going to happen mm-hmm. so then they're like all right let's squeeze them anyway with the thought and when they come to the table they're going to whatever we give them then they're going to be like oh okay well maybe we can't accept this yeah. but i don't know what they can offer them because they're not there's not enough doctors now here yeah I don't, what is there to offer them like there's a um I looked into it a little bit. There's like the visas for India now are so easy to get. And I think that's partly to do because we need talent pools in stuff like the health 
care mm-hmm. and stuff because they need doctors and mm-hmm. all that. So it's interesting. And now I know a girl who's doing nursing mm-hmm. and she got given, like, just got given, like, she applied. And it was like, yeah, yeah, have, have. She got, I think she applied for like a one or two year visa. And she was like, oh, we'll give you a five because yeah. they'd be like, oh, no, yeah, stay in the UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and it's, it's one of, I don't know. I think my issue with it, obviously, coming from the healthcare aspect, but in community, so it's completely fine. Like, I'm not going to sit here and think and say that I've got any any strifes compared to the nurses and junior doctors but for me it's one of them where as you said i think i just know how things work and i know the government are thinking the people that are the people that i've started or people that i've chosen to do healthcare have that heart of responsibility towards the patients so they know that we can push them squeeze them as cheaply as possible mm. not actually listen to anything they're saying because we know they're not going to strike these kind of people know they have a duty of care to their patients if everyone decided to strike tomorrow it would collapse a hospital so they know that the government is smart in the sense they know that people are going to do that whereas if it comes to other aspects posting uh, train strikes like these people are a bit more colder in the sense of you know what no bun this like i don't care we'll just i'm just not going going to work so that's why i think if you if they really want to affect change it has to you they have to be brave enough and bold enough to do that but it was one of them where i also wanted didn't want to i didn't want to dwell too much on the striking because when we look at the striking that's obviously at our level and that's what the government wants us to think that oh nurses shouldn't be striking they shouldn't be doing this but above that is why are they striking? Yeah. Like they, then I and I like it on social media. You do see it where there's been posts going a bit viral where people are explaining the strikes, people are explaining the issue with NHS, their lack of uh, pay. So it actually makes you empathise with them as a um, as the, the public. I thought that the, clapping would have helped. No, well, no, it didn't do anything. Useless, mate. So it's one of them. Sorry to. Mm-hmm. We need to be careful as people of of how influenced you are by something. I think it's very easy to just follow something. Like everyone was like, "Oh no, yeah, we should definitely clap for the NHS work." And I was like, "Just pay them mm-hmm. more." Yeah. I don't think they give a shit about us clapping on a Thursday. Yeah. I didn't clap because I was like, "Why would I clap when they they want to get paid more?" Yep. If I see a doctor, I'm like, "Oh, yo, like I actually really appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that you would have done stuff that I would, I don't want to do, mm-hmm. and I could never do that because mm-hmm. I'm just not that type of person." So I respect that, mm-hmm. and I'll say that to your face, but. It's just, it, it's just like understanding politics. <clears throat> it's just a ploy to be like, we support the NHS workers and mm. all that stuff. So I think it's, I think with the strikers, I just think keep at it, to be honest. I yeah. know it's long for people. Like the trains, I don't care about. Get on the train. If you, This is what my sister said. She was like, There's a, I don't know which country it was in. It was in definitely a European country. They were like, instead of, for when they did train strikes in that country, whichever it was, instead of like not turning up to work, they just let everyone on for free. Mm. If you want to actually make <laughs> yeah. a status, just be like, you have no income this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you going to afford your bills? How are you going to afford to pay for this train that you've got on a fi- on finance? Yeah, you can't true. do it. So then they're like, all right, now we'll take action because they're like, no, no, now we're getting we're yeah, getting pressed exactly. on. So if you want to do something on the trains, do that. Yeah, that let is, everyone on for free. Yeah, everyone turn up to work that, an hour early. That, that, that's a very good point because also, also it's, it doesn't it's, do it's, anything for the owners. Uh, yeah, they're a private company, and the sorry, the majority of the people who are like on the board might just be investors, yeah. or they might be people who are so high up they don't they can't see that. Yeah, they don't so they're like. Oh well, are people still getting to the destination? Oh, we're above the profit line. Yeah, break yeah, even. Yeah. Oh well, then fuck them. And, and it's and, and it's and it's bad and it's sad. That's the way the society works. Like for it to happen, you you have to essentially affect the people's in charge's bottom line. And mm. and that's the thing. That's the sad thing with healthcare, where there's no real yeah, way. Yeah, There's no real way you can really touch them apart from the backlash they'd get if 
suddenly patients can't get the care they need because of a discussion or a um, compromise they're not even willing mm. to make. But it is it's, so it's, this, it's a sad, this is this is my theory as well. <clears throat> I think Rishi Sunak is three steps ahead. So he's going, I don't care that I'm squeezing you now mm-hmm. because three steps ahead, I'm going to offer privatisation. Mm-hmm. So I think what he's doing is trying to make it worse so bad that the only solution is going to be privatisation, which mm-hmm. he's going to make fucking billions from. Mm-hmm. He's in, like he, His wife and his wife's family will invest in those mm-hmm. firms, those companies. They're all going to come over like leeches yeah. and they're going to they're gonna just start pumping money into, but also out of yeah. the NHS, yeah. which then it comes up to a whole other conversation of like, if that solved the problems, is that good enough? Because now we know that inflation's high and that <clears throat> money might not stretch as much. It's not as simple as taxing the rich because the rich can go, you can't tax me if what I'm doing is legal. Mm-hmm. And this system was set up by X, Y and Z governments and federal reserves and all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And accountants are hired to, to, to do this. It's not illegal. It's mm-hmm. just immoral. So yeah. if, if you can't incur an in, a revenue from those people what and then there's not enough budget then do you is privatization at that point a, 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 an opportunity yeah no. or do you think it's only going to lead to bad things now people are going to start paying is it going to put this like in america does it put disparity between the poor and the rich i know the majority of people i think especially maybe people who work in the nhs will say no but then i'm like to the nurses and doctor my fam if you're in the nhs you should want it to be privatized because the care is still there. If that's your main care and what you care about, fine. Then you're getting more hospitals and you're getting more GPs and you're getting more jobs and you're getting more revenue. You're getting more pharmacy drugs going out about to all these different types of people and all that stuff. Big Pharma will be there, like a cloud above them, like just raining drugs who, onto people. Who's, p- who's picking up the bill? Of what? Of the private privatization, the companies to buy it. Is it still is it still going to be nine pound for a prescription? Is it still going? Oh no no no! It'll go straight to the consumer. Mm. You be paying for steroid cream at thirteen pound. It'll go to like thirty quid, mm. and then the companies will pay for it because yeah. then it's all in a tax avoidance scheme and to keep money into the economy. Then and then the, the actual comes cost comes into it, and then the insurance companies a whole mm. new thing in it. There's yeah. a lot of reasons why they want to privatize it, and there's a lot of people involved there that I think that are like. How can we do it? I think they're trying to be smart about it, but yeah, it's long. If Labour do win, but this is the thing, if they solve the issue with Mm -hmm. privatisation, that's a big win for them in their campaign. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. For, For... For the people that they care about, but I think it's one of them where obviously being in it, it's it's just the it's the way of the world. The people that are most likely to be you know, using the NHS, if it as it is now or if it's private, is always going to be the people from lower social uh, um, economic status when it comes to poorer diet, poorer poorer education or health. Um, all those uh, choices they make, which makes them more susceptible to illnesses, conditions, where they need to use the um, healthcare system more. Whereas people like you know of middle class or higher class, they normally go to better schools, have better education, better health. So it's just stuff like that where it's like it's a double edged sword because for us, you look at it like okay, what I can pay fifty pound a month to this insurance, but I know if I need to see a doctor, I can see it tomorrow morning if I if I want to or or geez I've cut my tooth I can go and see my dentist uh, this Saturday so I, I, you know that kind of stuff so I do see it but from a caregiving point of view if it is going to affect 
you know, people's access to it. That's just how, part. how can privatization affect people's access to it? I thought it would increase the access because you, you, a company looks at the at the healthcare system. But as then in, how are they paying? That's what I'm saying. So if you have a woman, if you have a child, if you have a family, no, no of, they'll have to invest an in initial fee. Mm-hmm. The deal would be okay. You have to promise X, Y, and Z. They might not keep those promises, mm-hmm. but they know that they will at the beginning. Because if you go to America, there is like in a town pharmacies there's a hospital and all because it's it, it makes money so it's worthwhile investing it's not just mm-hmm. all right let's suck money out and then invest that money it's no no let's invest something because 50 years down the line we've made hundredfold mm. so i think they would invest as a company if i'm a company and i know there's a demand in leads for free hospitals and 50 gps and 100 pharmacies and i've got a billion billions and billions in, in like cash revenue I'm going to be like what so it's going to cost me like 10, 50 mil yeah obviously can't mm. do it like you and because they're all going to incur 100 mil after 4 years revenue you're just like yeah like it's your ROI is mad so they're going to invest in my opinion these private companies but I don't I, don't quote me I don't know how they work but that's how I'm assuming they would work I'd have to as a, I'd, as a business yeah, I, I understand the business aspect of it I'd have to understand the 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 bill that gets put onto the user of it because if it's, it'll go up it, so that's what i mean so exactly but it depends like what you just we just mentioned the cost of living like how many people will be able to actually afford to go and see a doctor like is it going to get to a point where we because we can wake up tomorrow see a doctor for free and if people over 60 can go and get a free um Free prescription. People that are diabetic get free prescriptions. People over sixty get free prescriptions. Yeah, yeah, you get free prescriptions. Wow. People if you've got a long term condition, diabetes, thyroid problems, free prescriptions. If you have a cough, you can go and see the doctor for free, and then obviously then you pay for your antibiotics and nine pound thirty five. But stuff like that, where it's just like that initial, <laughs> that initial ten minute consultation. If that's fifty pounds, there'll be people that can't do that, or they have got four kids. Everyone comes, all of them gets a cold. They have to pick which one they want to go and um, like. For me, I see a lot of problems that could come depending on how expensive the the using the service mm. gets. Yeah, that's, I have that's, no idea. That, that, that's my be. that's my issue, and it's just, I know like like paying. Um, giving birth in America costs nine grand just like that day of giving birth mm-hmm. like being in labour and the baby coming out is nine grand or something like that nine to thirteen grand I think so I was just like whoa like yeah. then it gets put on your insurance mm-hmm. so then it's a bit like you're just but, paying off debt aren't you really yeah and it gets put on your insurance but then it's one of those where as you said realistically if everyone let's say 80% of people sign up for health insurance which is obviously very very idealistic everyone's paying bloody £100 a month or £50 a month there might be 40% that use that so I can see how it works then maybe it's a deterrent as well um, to stop people going who are like oh I've got a cough take some Cavonia and sit at home yeah yeah that's 100% the fact but we'll see how this plays out we'll probably mention it again at some point where there's some conclusion or just it might be interesting but yeah but then on that topic you know guys if you uh, if you're a bit better versed and me and Vicka were just then drop us a message on uh, Insta we'd, we'd love to hear your point of view come on uh, if you're like or, working in the yeah, yeah or come on you know drop us a message we're looking to get some uh, guests on this year it actually would be really cool to get someone in who working in the NHS right now to just mm. see how bad it actually is yeah, that yeah. would be or at least the striking and what impact's having on mm. I'll write that but yeah yeah and just one of them it'll be interesting to see how everything just plays out in the next I think I think the next when's the next general election the next general election 24 I want to say yeah Will, is it next, next year? year? Nah, no. it can't be. I don't no, know. It's twenty nine. I think it. I think Boris got voted in. Was Boris voted in? Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. was, was. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, before COVID. <coughs> it should right. be this year. 
That's fair, yes. I might spin it. It might be this year, yeah. Yeah, it might be. Anyway, guys, that shows you how much we care about politics. <laughs> but on that topic, mate, Rishi Sunak staying on this guy, um, first coloured guy as Prime Minister, but it's, it's just, you know, bro. what you think of him is what you think of him. Um, he, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Do you think, man? <laughs> <laughs> he has tried to, well, he I don't know what stage it's at, but he's... Um, He's trying to get people to do maths until the age of 18. Yeah. Um, I think what I read was that it's not going to be A-level maths. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like an addition to GCSE maths. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think you can probably still pick yeah, A-level maths yeah, as well, yeah. which is good, obviously. So, yeah, that's interesting. I think, who did I ask? I think I asked my younger cousin, Adjin. I can't remember. I was like, yo, what would you do if you had to do maths until 18? He was like, I just couldn't do it. Mm. And I was just like, peak. But... Um, I think maths causes a lot of anxiety for people at school mm. when they're like, they know GCSEs is the end to so like calm in it, but like mm. having to do it to 18 might top, right, let me break it down. So two ways of thinking in my opinion. So number one is like the natural, the first thing that came to me was, oh, that's actually really good because it's going to have people who don't want to do maths do something additional to it and it will help them just you know getting into uni or just in general in life it's always good to be educated as much as possible especially mm-hmm. that age i think so do, having math is going to make things if it's applied it could be really cool like if it's got accountancy in there mm-hmm. and like financial markets mm-hmm. that'll be really interesting because it's like giving you actual or just money handling how to mm-hmm. do what are taxes what are loans that that financial information in a mathematical way could be really useful but mm-hmm. I, I, for some i just don't think they'll do that but regardless any additional uh, education for people who are still in education would be really good. So I was like, yeah, why is this a bad thing? Why are people upset about it? And then I was like, could it be a deterrent for people going to do further education? I think you have to now, right? But then you can, but then you can do an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. So there might be people who are like, oh, I wanted to do a levels and go to like uni, like a Hallam or a man met or Mm. whatever. Yeah, me. (laughs) Um, as in, no, it's like a, it's more attainable, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so you know yeah, what I mean? Um, but it might deter them from going there. So then it's like, are we actually trying to divide the rich and the poor by you saying, okay, you go into an apprenticeship and then you go into like higher education? Mm. Is that is that a possibility where it could actually make people be like, well, I'm not going to do that now. I'll just do an apprenticeship. Just do an apprenticeship but then you could have do. gone and got an education at university. And some people are like, late bloomers where they're like oh I don't really wear education but you managed to do well enough to get into uni and then at uni they're like oh I really like this but then it's one of them that from, what you're, from the way you're suggesting makes it sound like you have to then be assessed on it because the way I viewed it was if it was something like that, that's the only way what's the point in doing it then that's the only way it's a deterrent but I think it would, if it was just learning do you know like general studies nah come do, on bro do you know it's, it's the like, UK bro if it was general studies though it doesn't matter they're not, then I would nef- not turn up to the class that's what I'm saying. So maybe. But then not they're not. The, the no, but that's you can't. Thing. We can't think of like what might and might not happen mm-hmm. in in of like a student. Mm-hmm. You have to think about the fact that this is what they're proposing, mm-hmm. and then what does that mean? I so, get what you're saying. No, but then you, how do you know it's going to be assessed? You're saying I'm saying what if? But says, but if the, if everything in the current system mm-hmm. shows that everything is assessed, why mm-hmm. would this then not be assessed? General studies assessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Imagine if would you not go to uni? Would you rather do an apprenticeship or just fail this? Uh, maths thing but we, we, why is it in a bad way though because we're like oh yeah oh how long you gotta do maths like there's people out there that are like I have panic attacks because I do maths mm. I'm not if you talk about the like I'm talking about mm. the two extremes where it's like oh yeah maths is the oh yeah piss calm like, whatever mm. I'll get this crack then there's people like no no like I cannot do maths like they're getting like grade three or whatever the hell that means now in E. Yeah. so they're like I can't <laughs> do maths so then what if you fail your maths GCSE 
Oh, what if they're like, well, oh, no, you can't, you can't go to uni uh, thingy now because you uh, might no, still have five GCSEs, but if they're like, no, you have to do maths anyway, so now you can't go to A level because you, you're going to have to do maths, and if you mm. failed your maths GCSE, you then you it. can't go to A, A levels at all. Yeah, then what are people going to do? Because there is people that will do well in English and science, but they might not do well in maths because of whatever. See, see the, <clears throat> just I I I'll leave your point. I hear it. Mm. Um, for me, like someone who's enjoyed maths and stuff, for me, I just don't get like the purpose of doing it. Like, I for like me, maths was never an issue, so I get that. But <laughs> doing it for two another two years, I don't quite understand the logic from the government in the sense of those two years. Like you know, as you said, in the context of taxes, insur in uh, finances, mortgages, interest rates, just having some sort of knowledge which you always have to learn at some point in your life anyway, if you want to be a functioning adult or do anything with your life. So. I would think that would be good to implement it in that sense. But if we're just talking about another two years of doing, you know, GCSE level maths, for me, I don't quite understand it in the sense of... What does it do? What, yeah. what does it do? Unless they come around and tell you that, okay, you've got essentially three years to try and get a C at GCSE maths or, yeah, yeah. or something like that. That makes sense to me where it's like, okay, you can, like, people ask... But then what about people who get an A at maths and they're like, oh, I'm good at it, I just don't want to do it. So then that's why I feel like there has to... that I think there's not enough information about it out because it's not making sense. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If they're not given a why, yeah, that's why. If, but you, get, if you get an A, if you get an A star at, um, in, at 16... <clears throat> That's why. That's why. In my head, that's why I just don't think it's going to be as deep as we think it is because they'd have to, unless they're going to change the whole structure where A levels, like not everyone should be forced to then do uh, a maths qualification when they're sixteen to eighteen, unless it's going to be so easy to pass where it's just like okay, if you pass it, you don't have to do it, or you're going to go, or if you're doing A level maths, you don't have to do it, or you're not doing this kind of stuff because even for me, like again, I think it's hard for me to be objective in that kind of sense but for me i just think how much times you how many times do you leave you use maths in your day-to-day -day? like it's not you go to the shop quick time change till does it for you or how much that i pay on my phone like i don't understand i don't understand the need for like how many people how many people are 21 ever think oh i wish i got an a in maths instead of c like it's not affecting you <laughs> if it's not if it's not if it's not affecting you in the sense of your living so unless they're telling me they want the, the level of maths is going down where now there's less people being able to... <laughs> like I don't, that's I don't, what I'm that's saying, what I'm though, saying. because it's so nonsensical. Yeah. I think it's a deterrent. Yeah, it must that, be. That, I, think, I think that's what it is. It's like, mm. oh, well, you know, we'll end up going to do your A-level, like, do an apprenticeship. The, the argument for me would be English. If, if they said, oh, everyone needs to do English until they're 18. If you need to do English till you're 18, bro, you just allow it all together. See, that's how I think about maths, though. Like, you're, bro, think about the people that fail maths. Think but if about, it's applied, though... No, that's what I'm saying, though. Think, everything that's applied, people learn. Like, there's no... There is no 25-year-old that... No, but then, could you not have done more? This is... We were going to raise the question mm -hmm. of what do you know at your 15 compared to now, and would mm -hmm. you want to take that? Mm -hmm. What if you knew what the stock market was at 17? And you were like, oh, it's, so it's, it's hype then, essentially. And you look at good companies to go mm -hmm. long on and you look for hype trains to go short on and you can invest high, low and low, high. But then it, over periods of time, oh, okay, now I'm understanding like the, you know, the trend lines and stuff and I'm understanding, you know, the boom bust then, cycle. Like, the, what if you knew that by 18 when you actually could go the, make money? That's, that's only good for the people that had that announced in the first place. I don't think that's helping anyone who disliked maths.
It's not, not make sense. Yeah. I'm so trying any, not to use that though. I'm trying to just say in general if that's oh, what they Yeah, do. in general, then yes, it makes sense. But then that's only for people like us that have... No, but if you, you, then people don't even understand this is a thing because... Mm-hmm. Not because they don't have an interest, just because they don't know. And then, like, if you teach kids compound interest at uh, 17, I can guarantee you a lot more of the populace would have, like, would not need a pension from the state. So then, so then my question is then, so you're saying... You finish GTSCs at sixteen, and then from sixteen to eighteen, you're just learning about. I'm um, not saying I don't think they're gonna do that. Yeah. I'm saying that's what I would say. That, that, that's the old, that, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. completely agree with that. So you that's just the, replace general that, studies with like that's the, financial. That's studies. the only circumstance where it makes sense. To me. Yeah, I agree. It's nonsensical. It doesn't. It doesn't I don't think it. With the people who are smart, sorry, like it doesn't help them anymore. Yeah. And then the people who are like not as smart, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not sitting there thinking, <clears throat> "Oh, I got to see maths, but calm. I can yeah. go and learn." It's hindering them to the point where it's not educational. It's just like psychological at that point. But then also, what we're chatting about is if it's compulsory, it's compulsory. Like it's not. Is it that much of a deterrent? Are we as a society getting too gobby on what we can and can't do? Because mm. I feel like sometimes the government are like, this, the government can never win. Mm. Sorry to go off on this tangent, but it's like if they don't do enough, people complain, mm. and when they do too much, people complain. So mm. I'm like. Where is this? Are we supposed to be laissez-faire, or are they meant to have more control? Mm. That's why sometimes I feel like I'd rather just live in a dictatorship where there's no room for, <laughs> there's no room for distracting people in in the form of having a debate on what you do as a country. Mm. Like people are like, oh no, dictatorship's really bad. Yeah, but not a modern day one. Mm. You're just having a government that says we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. But that the, the people need to be cared about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I think I don't know, China is a that's dictatorship. A, that's a pod for another time, yeah. that one is. But But then you see how it backfires on China when they don't start looking after the people. Yeah, yeah. We think our strikes are where they've got two hundred and fifty million people in one city striking. Yeah, yeah. No, are you mad. are you crazy? No, it's, it's are you crazy? It's it is mad, but then it's one of those things where I'm just trying to wrap my head around this mass thing. Sorry, Not in one city, in, in the country. Yeah, sorry. I got you. Um, <coughs> but it's one of them where I do think that there's a benefit to the general populace if it is going to be applied maths in the sense of nothing crazy. It might just be basic understanding and a, a little bit more of actual you know, productive maths and not just yeah. sit there, look at this line, that's Y equals MC, M, M, no? What, what, y equals what, MC squared. That's the one. No, that's not even it. Is it not? No, that's, uh, that's, um, that's Newton's law, isn't it? Y equals is MX plus C. There we go. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> this is why people need to do more. Yeah, I, I need to go back, bro. I'll back myself. I've forgotten everything. A little integration, differentiation, all that kind of stuff. But for me, I... I I need I need to hear the whole proposal. I need to uh, hear what they're thinking about because yeah. I do think it's nonsensical, but I also feel like the UK population in my opinion is getting dumber and dumber like you do, I agree. you do look at what kids care about nowadays and you know our generation rightly so as parents we're getting a bit less strict and less focused on uh, traditional um, professional jobs and that kind of stuff like going to uni isn't the be all and end all which I completely agree like I think that's 100% fact but I also don't want it to be an overcorrection to the point where our kids are just trying to be the next TikTokers or girls can just bang out OnlyFans. So if people are getting a bit more of a business sense, like, as we said, there's the amount of people in the UK that don't even touch, you know, the top 20% of earners, 
with a bit of you know more care, a bit more direction when they're younger. A lot more people could get those get those opportunities, as you said. It doesn't mean they go going to uni at eighteen. They might be like, okay, right, okay, I kind of understand the world. I understand how money works. I understand what decisions I can make now. So how about I go and do this apprenticeship? But instead of this me doing this um, plumbing apprenticeship to work for this company, I can get three of my boys to do it, and then we start off our little business, mm-hmm. and it gets going. Oh, it yeah. only costs this much to do this. I understand loans. I get a credit card, build up my uh, credit score, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's I think, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I can see, but that's not maths, is it? That's just finance. Like that's that's like that's financial like understanding and, but and it, attitude. It? There is definitely a way to teach it from a mathematical standpoint yeah. because I feel like you do this a lot where you think it's business, but it is maths. Like you do do that. Like what it's, like I think for someone who like the way you speak is like oh it's bare business, but I understand you view it as business, but it's it's. Is pinned from maths, but mm. that's why Mr. Smith said that everything in the world, anything about like anything, pinned, is always pinned. maths. It's, it's maths. Like, um, like, like the the frame of your glasses yeah. that would not have been there without maths. And exactly. I was like, rah, that's so it, true. It's the weight. It's it's the the size, the balance, gravity. Yeah. Like, every, like once once everyone starts to look at things, you look at that light. How did that work? Mm. Everything. Yeah. Everything that's tangible. Then yeah, is all maths. The top. It's got to be measured out. It's yeah. got to be the right, the nice right, top, yeah, the very nice top. Where'd you get that from? Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I, I think I've, I've waffled on a lot. Uh, by no, then. yeah, I think just to finish it off, then like let's just see what happens. I think it's it's a calm idea, but I can see how anxiety-inducing it could be for people. Because mm-hmm. I was someone who was like with maths, it was there was so much pressure on people to do well at school mm. and I wasn't the best best at maths mm. but I got a B like I was like oh this is calm like, yeah, yeah. and that was just because I had someone to ha- like show me how to do things I mean my teacher like as in mm. okay this is how you can think about it instead of this so you have teachers who care in it whereas if I was in like a different school mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have had because yeah, no, you did true. like after school sessions with people mm-hmm. to get everyone up to like a good level yeah, like there yeah, yeah. people would come and everything our, so it's, our education right now even the school we went to has dropped off it makes I, me sick, mate. And this is what I'm saying. The world's gone too soft. Our education was sick, I thought. We had one of the best educations in the country. I'd say. I, think, free. I swear our school was like a top yeah, yeah. five, ten school in so, the UK. To say, to say it was completely it's free, a joke, like, it was, it was mental. Yeah. Like, the amount of... T- like, every teacher wanted to, like, help you. There was a yeah. couple that didn't, and that was a whole different pigmentation yeah, understanding yeah. but the majority of them did like yeah. all the teachers would want to help you and stuff you and I'm showed, like if you showed genuine interest in any subject yeah 100% you, you could at least get a B out mate my Mr. Schofield literally helped like basically did my um, what's it called letter for you yeah yeah, yeah he was like oh this one he was like bless let's it's sit down and do it together so it's like teachers are helping you do all this stuff and then I'm hearing stories about but I think the 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 kids youth in nowadays not people go crossleys mm-hmm. people who are like going to more like comp schools mm-hmm. they're like a lot of them are, they're so like fascinated by this social media world and I'm mm. like you man are actually so poor in because I feel like regardless of my school I had an understanding of like there are winners and there's losers in life and I don't want to be a loser in it. Mm. So I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like I'm going to stay focused at school. If I went to a state school, my grades might not have been as good, but my application would have, my effort and application would have been just the same because that was on me though, mm. because of how I was raised. And oh, what, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm no, saying? No, like so. there's not enough people, there's so many people now that are just like, they don't care. And mm. I'm like, man, you like, they think being cool and 
being on road is like the way to be and I'm like yeah, yeah. try being on road when bitcoin's about mate when yeah. there's cryptocurrency everywhere yeah how, how do you know a stupid example but as in <laughs> yeah. people just kids are just they, I don't think they care as much about their education now it's yeah, cool exactly. not to care about your education mm. and then you end up being the fool in it later on you, bars you do. bars but no seriously that's my take on it so if it whips people into shape do it make it make it as hard as possible then yeah I agree because you'll get through it Hmm? you'll get through it everyone's yeah. like oh, no no GCSE maths and GCSE extended maths is the least of your problems yeah, when it yeah, comes to like the ne- even the next 10 years after that mate yeah. we'll be 10 years out of education this year yeah it's mad and I got my GC- my next yeah no this year wait no it was like anyway I got an S star maths in year 10 but some people <laughs> just built it differently you know what I'm saying jeez so, flex yeah, mate yeah, we'll end on that yeah we'll end on that mate <laughs> <coughs> that was a good guess to be fair but yeah Anything else, mate? No, guys, nothing at all. Um, if you're listening, just give me one second. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that, Dave. But yeah, 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 this yeah. has been the Off White Boys, and we've just done a. Oh, that was fucked. Sorry Jesus. about that. It's been the Off White Pod, and we've been the Off White Boys, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.